Good morning. Today is Friday, August 27th, 2021. I'm having a heck of a morning. I just stubbed my little toe so hard it like threw me into my chair and I went to grab for things on the table and everything just kind of went flying. It was like, wow. But I'm not hurt. Okay. We're in the book of Enoch. And we left off on chapter 33. Uh, chapter 33 has the byline of the ends of the earth. So now... Enoch is going to get into some descriptions. I'm just, just warning you. Um, things will get a little technical. This, this part's pretty cool. I'm just kind of just kind of giving you a warning. It's pretty, pretty cool here. All right, let's just go. Chapter 33. And from thence I went to the ends of the earth and saw there great beast. I think that meant to be plural great beasts, and each differed from the other. And I saw birds also differing in appearance and beauty and voice, the one differing from the other. And to the east of those beasts I saw the ends of the earth, whereon the heaven rests, and the portals of the heaven open. All right, he's still insisting there is an end of the earth where the pillars rest upon and the portals of the heaven open. All right, and I saw how many, or I saw how the stars of heaven come forth, and I counted the portals out of which they proceed, and wrote down all their outlets of each individual star by itself, according to their number and their names, their courses and their positions, and their times and their months, as Uriel, the holy angel who was with me, showed me. My goodness, that had to have taken a long time. All right, verse 4, he showed me, he showed all things to me and wrote them down for me. Okay, good. So Enoch didn't get writer's cramp. There's like billions of stars. Also their names he wrote for me and their laws and their companies. That's the end of chapter 33. I wonder, were these ever written down before? I know the, the Lord told Abraham, said Abraham, he said they all have, all the stars have names. I'm getting that mixed up with another spot in the Bible. But apparently they were not all written down until now, because why would he write them twice, right? Okay. Our names are written in heaven. <clears throat> okay. Chapter 34. And from thence I went towards the north, to the ends of the earth, and there I saw a great and glorious device at the ends of the whole earth. And here I saw three portals of heaven open in the heaven. Through each of them proceed north winds. When they blow, there is cold, hail, frost, snow, dew, and rain. And out of one portal they blow for good. But when they blow through the other two portals, it is with violence and affliction on the earth and they blow with violence. Okay, now, since we don't know 
the actual true, true shape of the Earth, even when you look at globes that NASA has painted pictures of, because they don't have a, an actual photograph of the globe, um, the sizes of the continents change. Have you ever noticed that? Like, like in one picture of the globe, Africa's humongous. And then in other pictures, it's like Canada is on top of the North Pole. It's just weird. It's like, do they even know the shape of the Earth? Like, do they even know how big continents are? And how big the oceans are? I, you know, I really wonder about that. But here, Enoch, in chapter 34, he's at the ends of the Earth. And at the ends of the Earth is four directions. North, south, east, west. And these four directions are where the winds come out of. And depending on what direction they come out of is what kind of, you know, like cold hail or dew and rain. Um, <clears throat> and then he says that out of the one portal, I'm going to venture a guess that that's the north one. It is... One portal they blow for good. Okay, maybe that's south or east. When they blow through the other two portals, it is with violence and affliction on the earth. Um, where does all the bad weather come from? I don't, I don't know. All right, so let's go on. Chapter 35. And from thence I went towards the west to the ends of the earth and saw there three portals of the heaven open, such as I had seen in the east, the same number of portals, and the same number of outlets. Okay, hold on, hold on. From chapter 34, he went towards the north at the end of the earth, and there was three portals. Oh, there's three portals at each of the four directions. That's interesting. And out of the north, the one portal blows for good, but the other two are violence and affliction. Okay. In chapter 35, he's, he went toward the west and saw three portals. The same number of portals and the same number of outlets. <clears throat> chapter 36. From thence I went to the south, to the ends of the earth, and saw there three open portals of the heaven. And thence there came dew, rain, and wind. And from thence I went to the east, to the ends of the heaven, and saw here the three eastern portals of heaven open, and small portals above them. I just think it's really interesting. There's a total of twelve. Twelve, of course, being a very significant number in the Bible. There was twelve sons of Jacob, twelve disciples. And in the book of Revelations, chapter 11, there's 144,000. Isn't that 12 times 12? Times 1,000? <clears throat> okay. Okay. I just had to make a note there. Uh, all right. Um, so he's at the east, and he sees three eastern portals of heaven open and small portals above them. Through each of these small portals pass the stars of heaven and run their course to the west on the path which is shown to them. Okay, so let's picture this. In the east, 
the sun and the moon and the stars. I mean, that the stars all come east. They go east to west in a clockwise motion. Huh. And as often as I saw, I blessed always the Lord of glory. And I continued to bless the Lord of glory, who has wrought great and glorious wonders to show the greatness of his work to the angels and to spirits and to men that they might praise his work and all his creation, that they might see the work of his might and praise the great work of his hands and bless him forever. Wow. Okay, chapter 37. The second vision which he saw, the vision of wisdom, which Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enos, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, saw. Making it pretty clear who he is. <clears throat> and this is the beginning of the words of wisdom which I lifted up my voice to speak and say to those which dwell on earth. Hear ye men of old, and see ye that come after the words of the Holy One which I speak before the Lord of Spirits. It were better to declare them only to the men of old time, but even from those that come after, we will not withhold the beginning of wisdom. I have three mountain bluebirds outside fighting. Keep it down out there. Those are big birds. They look like raptors. But they're not that, not that big. Okay. It were better to declare them only to the men of old time, but even from those that come after, we will not withhold the beginning of wisdom. Till the present day, such wisdom has never been given by the Lord of Spirits, as I have received according to my insight, according to the good pleasure of the Lord of spirits by whom the lot of eternal life has been given to me. Now three parables were imparted to me, and I lifted up my voice and recounted them to those that dwell on the earth. Chapter 38, the first parable. When the congregation of the righteous shall appear, and sinners shall be judged for their sins, and shall be driven from the face of the earth, and when the righteous one shall appear before the eyes of the righteous, whose elect works hang upon the Lord of Spirits, and light shall appear to the righteous and the elect who dwell on the earth, where then will be the dwelling of the sinners, and where the resting place of those who have denied the Lord of Spirits? It had been good for them if they had not been born. Okay, that's verses 1 and 2. <clears throat> I need to point out here. Verse 2, he says, When the righteous one shall appear. And then later he says, Where's the resting place of those who have denied the Lord of Spirits? This clearly, in verse 1 of the previous chapter, this is Enoch, the seventh from Adam, speaking about how many thousands of years later, when the righteous one, who obviously has been on the earth, Jesus Christ, because he's saying, where's the resting place of those who denied him? And when he appears, okay, it says, when the righteous one shall appear before the eyes of the righteous, who, whose elect works hang upon the Lord of Spirits. 
can we not see that Enoch has been shown that Jesus Christ will come at some point? And then the works of the elect will be rewarded and those who have denied him are going to go somewhere else. This is crazy because this is before even Noah and the flood. At this, at, at this point in Enoch's life where he's being shown this, he has already been taken off of the earth because he's, he's going all over the place, being shown this by the angels. He's appearing before the throne. His body had to have been glorified because flesh cannot appear before the throne. No man shall see the Father and live. That, that's talking about flesh. So <clears throat> Enoch is being shown this before the, before the flood even took place. At the beginning of this book, it's talking about how he was told that he needs to get word to Enoch that there's going to be a flood. So he's seeing, like I said, from beginning to end, like I said yesterday, I think, he's seeing from beginning to end. It's just fascinating. Verse 3, we're in chapter 38. When the secrets of the righteous shall be revealed and the sinners judged, and the godless driven from the presence of the righteous and elect. From that time, those that possess the earth shall no longer be powerful and exalted, and they shall not be able to behold the face of the holy. For the Lord of spirits has caused his light to appear on the face of the holy, righteous, and elect. Ah. <gasps> Those that possess the earth shall no longer be powerful and exalted. <clears throat> I believe we're living in this day. I have not kept that a secret. I believe we are living in this day. For the Lord of Spirits has caused his light to appear. That's coming. That's coming. I wonder if that's the same thing as the latter rain. There's the former rain and the latter rain. The former, and, and this is in, uh, oh, several books of the Old Testament. And they're fighting again. Now there's four. And a turtle dove. Okay. Settle down. There's the former rain and the latter rain, which the which Israel counted on for their crops. But spiritually speaking, the former rain was Pentecost, Acts chapter two. There is still a latter rain that is coming. That either precedes the day of the Lord or ushers in the day of the Lord because we're here for it, to receive it. Okay, those that possess the earth shall no longer be powerful and exalted and they shall not be able to behold the face of the holy. For the Lord of spirits has caused his light to appear on the face of the holy, righteous, and elect. Then shall the kings and the mighty perish and be given into the hands of the righteous and holy. Yes! 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 Oh, they'll be given into our hands. I hope I'm here to see that. 
And thenceforward none shall seek for themselves mercy from the Lord of Spirits, for their life is at an end. Wow! How could Enoch know all this? Okay. And it shall come to pass in those days. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in chapter 39. How could I say this part was going to get dull? I'm, I'm sorry about that. And it shall come to pass in those days that elect and holy children will descend from the high heaven, and their seed will become one with the children of men. What? Are these the ones that have gone before, like the cloud of witnesses? I'm going to make a note in my margin to pray about that. Cloud of witnesses. That's, of course, from Hebrews 12. I believe 12. Okay, and it shall come to pass in those days that elect and holy children will descend from the high heaven. Must have been. And their seed will become one with the children of men. And in those days Enoch received books of zeal and wrath, and books of disquiet and expulsion. And mercy shall not be accorded to them, say the Lord, Lord of Spirits. Lord of Spirits, that's Jesus Christ, because he was mentioned in the last chapter about coming back, or those who denied him. And in those days a whirlwind carried me off from the earth and set me down at the end of the heavens. Huh? Okay. So he was seeing these things. Oh, yes. <clears throat> I wonder if it's Second Enoch. Where he's talking about... I read it quite a, quite a while back. Um, Enoch is talking about how he would go in fasting and prayer for like a month at a time and would have like spiritual visions or probably just coming and going and then finally he was taken huh in those days a whirlwind carried me off from the earth <clears throat> that's what happened to Ezekiel he was caught up in a whirlwind is that Ezekiel or Elijah no, Elijah was the chariot. Ezekiel was a whirlwind. Maybe they're the same thing. Set him down at the ends of the heavens. Verse 4. And there I saw another vision, the dwelling places of the holy and the resting places of the righteous. Here mine eyes saw their dwellings with his righteous angels and their resting places with the holy. And they petitioned and interceded and prayed for the children of men. And righteousness flowed before them as water and mercy like dew upon the earth. Whoa. Thus it is amongst them forever and ever. Is rain and dew the righteousness of the holy? Wow. And in that place mine eyes saw the elect one of righteousness and faith. And I saw his dwelling place under the wings of the Lord of Spirits. And righteousness shall prevail in his days. Okay. Oh, getting corrected here. The elect one of righteousness and faith, that is Jesus Christ. The one that the Lord of Spirits that was denied is the Father. 
or the Holy Spirit. Okay, we're learning as we go, folks. Sorry. I, guys, like I said, I don't proclaim to know, know everything. We're learning. Okay, the elect one. If there's only one that's elect, it is not a man, fully man. It can only be Jesus Christ. And he, they have it in parentheses, the elect one, which means after all of their studying, they have figured that this is the one, the elect one. When it talks about the elect, we are those that are made in the elect one's image, apparently. Right? And I saw his dwelling place under the wings of the Lord of Spirits. Thinking that's the Holy Spirit. And righteousness shall prevail in his days, and the righteous and elect shall be without number before him forever and ever. And all the righteous and elect before him shall be strong as fiery lights, and their mouth shall be full of blessing, and their lips extol the name of the Lord of Spirits, and righteousness before him shall never fail, and uprightness shall never fail before him. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna stop there because there's a book that I, another book I want to recommend. Um, the Great Acceleration. It is written by someone who worked behind the scenes at Morning Star Ministries. I'm thinking The Great Acceleration. I have it on my Kindle. Um. My daughter has the book where it says the righteous and elect before him shall be strong as fiery lights. I recommend getting this book. I, I highly recommend getting that book. The Great Acceleration. And I can't remember who wrote it. Sorry. Okay. Um. Verse 8, there I wished to dwell, and my spirit longed for that dwelling place, and there heretofore has been my portion, for so has it been established concerning me before the Lord of Spirits. Yeah, he wants to stay there, and that's where we're going. That's where we're going. <clears throat> In those days I praised and extol, extolled the name of the Lord of Spirits with blessings and praises. Because he has destined me for blessing and glory according to the good pleasure of the Lord of Spirits. That's got to be the Father. It's so weird, isn't it? Isn't it strange how sometimes they're just interchangeable? Okay, for a long time, verse 10, my eyes regarded that place and I blessed him and praised him, saying, Blessed is he. And may he be blessed from the beginning and forevermore. Yeah, see, he's seeing the beginning and the end. He is seeing this. He's seeing where the winds come out of. Where is their beginning? He's seeing the end of time. Verse 11, and before him there is no ceasing. He knows before the world was created what is forever and what will be from generation unto generation. Those who sleep not, those who sleep not, bless thee. 
they stand before thy glory and bless, praise, and extol, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of spirits. He fills the earth with spirits. And here my eyes saw all those who sleep not. They stand before him and bless and say, Blessed be thou, and blessed be the name of the Lord forever and ever. And my face was changed, for I could no longer behold. Whew! That's the end of chapter 39. I just, it just feels so different and good and why did they take this out of the Bible? Why? You know, the Lord of Spirits, God is spirit, and those who worship him would worship him in spirit and in truth. Bible verse in the New Testament. <clears throat> I don't know numbers. You can put that into a search. Sorry. Um, okay, chapter 40. And after that I saw thousands of thousands and ten thousands times ten thousand. I saw a multitude beyond number and reckoning who stood before the Lord of Spirits. And on the four sides of the Lord of Spirits I saw four presences different from those that sleep not. And I learned their names. For the angel who went with me made known to me their names and showed me all the hidden things. And I heard the voices of those four presences as they uttered praises before the Lord of glory. What's their names? Maybe he tells us. Okay. The first voice blesses the Lord of spirits forever and ever. The second voice I heard blessing the elect one and the elect ones who hang upon the Lord of Spirits. Isn't it interesting? This is twice now he said, who hang upon the Lord of Spirits. It's so interesting. And the third voice I heard, pray and intercede for those who dwell on the earth and supplicate in the name of the Lord of Spirits. And I heard the fourth voice fending off the Satans and forbidding them to come before the Lord of Spirits to accuse them who dwell on the earth. Huh, plural. Was that all of those? Was that those 200 that, that made a pact to, uh, are they called Satans? Maybe little less Satans? <clears throat> okay. To come before the Lord of Spirits to accuse them who dwell on the earth. In Job, it only speaks of the one. Maybe there is more. And after that, I asked the angel of peace who went with me, who showed me everything that is hidden. Who are these four presences which I have seen and whose words I have heard and written down? And he said to me, the first is Michael, the merciful and long-suffering. The second, who is set over all the diseases and all the wounds of the children of men, is Raphael. The third, who is set over all the powers, is Gabriel. The fourth, who is set over the repentance unto hope of those who inherit eternal life, is named Phanuel. P-H-A-N-U-E-L. I haven't heard of that guy before. 
And these are the four angels of the Lord of Spirits and the four voices I heard in those days. Okay. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay. That's crazy. Let's see the first voice. Blesses the Lord of Spirits forever. That's Michael. The second voice. Blessing the elect one and the elect ones. Is Raphael. He's over all the diseases and wounds of the children of men. Gabriel is the third. Prays and intercedes for those who dwell on the earth. <clears throat> and supplicate. And pray in the, in the name of the Lord of Spirits, in the name of the Father. Huh? Hasn't the Father give Jesus, given Jesus his name and his image? He was made in his image. Okay. He, Gabriel prays unto repentance for eternal life. No. Set over repentance. Oh, Gabriel set over all the powers. Fanuel prays, who is set over repentance. Okay. He is fending off the demons. Okay, I'm going to go on. I, I just, I'll just look, maybe look at that later. Chapter 41. And after that I saw all the secrets of the heavens and how the kingdom is divided and how the actions of men are weighed in the balance. And there I saw the mansions of the elect and the mansions of the holy. And mine eyes saw there all the sinners being driven from thence, which deny the name of the Lord of Spirits, and being dragged off. And they could not abide because of the punishment which proceeds from the Lord of Spirits. And there mine eyes saw the secrets of the lightning and of the thunder, and the secrets of the winds, how they are divided to blow over the earth, and secrets of the clouds and dew. And there I saw from whence they proceed in that place, and from whence they saturate the dusty earth. And there I saw closed chambers out of which the winds are divided, the chamber of the hail and winds, the chamber of the mists and the clouds, and the cloud thereof hovers over the earth from the beginning of the world. And I saw the chambers of the sun and moon, whence they proceed and whither they come again, and their glorious return, and how one is superior to the other, and their stately orbit, and how they do not leave their orbit, and they add nothing to their orbit, and they take nothing from it, and they keep faith with each other, in accordance with the oath by which they are bound together. Ooh, sun and moon. <clears throat> sun and moon are in an, in an orbit with each other. It's funny, it doesn't talk about other suns and moons. Just, just the ones. And first the sun goes forth and traverses his path according to the commandment of the Lord of Spirits. And mighty is his name forever and ever. The name of the Lord of Spirits, not the sun. We don't worship the sun. The sun traverses his path. Huh. The sun has a path. 
We don't have a path. The sun has a path. At least it's not saying that we have a path. The course of the earth, the path of the earth, it has not said anything about that. It's on four pillars. I believe all of the civilizations that have gone before, that are older than the Bible, and you can find those pictures of, of uh, the earth on pillars. I wonder if they have not all taken their descriptions from Enoch. Because there was no set Jewish religion. I don't know why I said it that way. Like I'm trying to emphasize quotations. There was no set Jewish religion um, before. What? Abraham? Isaac? Jacob? It was just all these people up until Noah. And a lot of these, the Sumerians, a lot of these came from the time of Noah and before. I wonder if what Enoch wrote down was not shared by all of these people groups. And they all believed it. Obviously, they believed it because they drew pictures of it and handed those pictures down from their generations to their generations, saying, this is what the earth looks like. Isn't that fascinating? Because the sun has his, traverses his path. Verse 7, and after that I saw the hidden and the visible path of the moon. And she accomplishes the course of her path in that place by day and by night. The hidden path and the visible path. Huh. The one holding a position opposite to the other before the Lord of Spirits. Okay, the day and the night. They hold opposite positions before the Lord of Spirits. And they give thanks and praise and rest not. For unto them is their thanksgiving and rest. This, okay. Um, <clears throat> the sun and the moon are praising the Lord of Spirits. There's people on earth that are worshiping the sun and the moon. Meanwhile, the sun and the moon, if they could speak, would be saying, don't worship us. We're worshiping God. We're worshiping the Lord of Spirits. Verse 8. For the sun changes oft for a blessing or a curse, and the course of the path of the moon is light to the righteous. That, of course, I think and darkness to the sinners in the name of the Lord, who made a, a separation between the light and the darkness and divided the spirits of men and strengthened the spirits of the righteous in the name of his righteousness. So the course of the path of the moon is light to the righteous and darkness to the sinners. Huh. For no angel hinders and no power is able to hinder. For he appoints a judge for them all, and he judges them all before him. No one is allowed to hinder the course of the sun and the moon. 
It was said recently, um, and I'm not going to say where I hear these things, but it was in the news. It was said that the moon has wobbled and its course has changed. The moon has wobbled. Um, the moon doesn't wobble. You know, God created these things. If anything happens to the sun and the moon, it's because we're in the day of the Lord. That's the only time God said he was going to change the sun and the moon. The sun will grow dark. The moon will not give off her light. Isn't it interesting? The sun and the moon, they could almost be likened to the bride and the bridegroom. The bridegroom, Jesus Christ, the sun, when the sun of righteousness arises with healing in his wings, Ecclesiastes, I believe. No, Malachi. Oh, goodness. Okay, but the moon follows the sun. The sun was given the orbit first. And the moon responds. They're, they're in orbit together. That's the way it should be with the groom, the bridegroom, Jesus Christ, and his bride. So that's Revelation 19. The bride has made herself ready for the marriage feast. We need to make ourselves ready because our groom is coming. And he's coming for a pure and spotless bride. That's, that's what I want to be. There are no blemishes, no stains, no spots on her wedding dress. We all need to examine our wedding dress. Is it clean? Do we need to take that thing to the cleaners? It might be tattered and torn, but is it clean? He can, he can mend all the, all the tatters. And he washes us in his blood, yes, but we still need to get ready. He's coming for a bride that's ready. So, all right. Well, happy Friday, everybody. Um, and I'm going to sign off from here. And uh, I hope you all have a blessed and fun weekend. And, and we'll pick this up again on Monday. So... Signing off for now. Be blessed.